Hey guys, welcome back to Legacy Project. We've got episode number four this week. Uh, I've got a good friend on, I would say, that I haven't seen in a while. So it should be a double as a catch up and a podcast at the same time. So we haven't caught up in about a year. Um, but before we get started, roll that intro. So episode four, getting underway. Welcome. How are we, Clint? I'm good, thanks, mate. Mate, it's been uh, almost a year since we've seen each other. Yeah, well, October, uh, November, Movember. Mate, so. you're still rocking them, mate. Yeah, uh, well, I started growing it from November and then James Hepford from Metallica, he started doing the same thing and I'm like, oh, I might as well just keep it. You're just going for the connection there because of yeah, the band? Yeah, yeah, well, that's why I keep it because he's got it and <laughs> got to sort of have the look as well, you know, a little bit. So bit of both. Yeah. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I love it. I, really, I, I can't wait to get mine back. The Ivan Millat. So <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> um, so for you guys that don't know, we met on Instagram. Yep. Um, and then we connected through um, obviously YTD and we decided to do Movember together. Yep. Um, but the, probably the part where we became, I would say, friends is when we um, decided to do the F45 challenge and do every class in a day. In a day, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, if anything's going to be camaraderie, <laughs> it's going through death together. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Of course, yeah. It was awesome day and, um, you know, coming out and we had heaps of support, which was awesome, you know, so... Um, especially from the gym that we trained at, the F45 out at Richmond. So, um, yeah, man, it was an awesome day. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. I know. I was just about to say, we're going to do it again this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, okay, man. Of course. How many sessions did we do? Five. 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 I just remember not walking for like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty heavy on the legs, that session. I remember it. And it was like, whoa, walking back in. And how are your legs, man? You're like, oh, oh not good. <laughs> I think I burnt something like 5,000 calories that day. In one day, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, it's crazy. I was just shoveling like chips <laughs> and cookies and stuff. You know what I mean? It just it would have fallen straight off you anyway. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. hopefully this year we can get a couple more boys on board and yeah. get a good crew out there. Yeah, man. Cool. So I guess to start, um, for the people that don't know you, do you want to give us a little introduction, a little bit of background about yourself? Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, my name's Clint, as you just heard. So um, I'm a father of two. Um, happily married to my wife, Angela. Um, so my two, I've got two at home. So the two girls, Demi and Ellie, um, they're Ellie, uh, Ellie's the youngest. She's just turned three in July and then Demi's turning five in October. So almost at school. Almost. Yeah. It's next Does year. She go next year. Yeah. So that's, that's a hard thing. Like dealing with that. First you know? time to go to school. Yeah. Knowing that oh, she's just not going to be home every day that's and weird. when they ring up. So that's, that's my wife's. Struggling with that, and it makes me struggle too because it's, you know, oh man, yeah, she's growing up, and I want to, I don't want them to grow up, I want them to stay where they are. I, you know, I don't want them to move out, I don't want to have boyfriends. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the current situation of how it is, you oh know. God, man, so so. I'm on the other end, our youngest is turned, she's the same age, turned five, and she goes to school next year, and that's our last one going to school. Wow, so it's kind of like on the other edge, but you're like, oh my god, now we're gonna have no kids, uh, no kids, <laughs> yeah. It's I'm, like the first stage of them leaving us, yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, it's, it's different. That I gotta learn to get better at dealing with that sort of stuff because I'm I struggle with that sort of change with them, like seeing them growing up. Like if Ange shows me a picture of them, like, oh, look back, look when Demi was one yeah, or Facebook whatever. Facebook memories kill yeah, me. Yeah, I can't handle it, man. I was, <laughs> I'm like, she's like, are you crying? Are you crying? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I can't look at it. I can't, I just cannot deal with it whatsoever. It, like kills my insides, like to see them growing up and 
you know, but it, you've got to let them do it, obviously. And it, it, but it kills me, man. It really kills yeah, me. Man, I'm the same. I guess the big thing I always think is like the adventures you'll have along the way as they get older. Yeah. And of the things you get to experience. But man, it's, it's, I don't want to get to the point where they like don't want to come and give me a cuddle. Yeah. Nah. I'm the same too. And if they, you know, they do it now just being smart asses, like, no, go away, leave me alone. Oh. Okay, that actually hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Where the you adults know. in this relationship yeah, yeah. can't control our yeah, feelings. Yeah, so. yeah. It's cool. But like they, they like, they pick on me, you know. Like yeah. I'm the only guy there. It's the only boy in the house. So I've got three girls to battle with. And, yeah, they gang up on me, you know. Dad, go to bed. What? What do you mean go to bed? You're being a smart ass. You know, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> You're only five. Why are you telling me this? Leave me alone. Yeah. Stop leaving me alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. So, but yeah. So, um, but uh, in amongst all that, you know, I um, try and keep active. Um, I'm pretty, I keep, try and keep a hectic schedule. Um, I really don't know why I do it, but it, it makes me feel good. And being busy is sort of when I feel it brings the best out in me. Yeah, like I agree. Things. Um, like if ever I've got a tight schedule, that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do it. Whereas like if it, you know, I've got a couple of weeks to do something or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'll wait. It's sort of like the pressure makes, brings the best out in me. So, yeah. so that's, I think that's why I kind of like to do just so many things that I'm always like moving from one thing straight to another. Yeah. Like even like today, even like straight from work to here and, like and you know, I know you're the same. Like yeah, you, you've I come trying to fit in a gym, flight, a gym. <laughs> I'm still sweating. So if anyone watches it, might start seeing my shirt like start to perspirate. I've got the um, I don't have the cold sweats. I just can't stop sweating. The gym. <laughs> yeah, the the hot core, uh, core temperature, man. Yeah. I, I know that feeling. Killing people me. at my gym. So after I've left and they come in the next class, if there's like sweat up the wall or on the mirror, I remember that from F45 on the mirror. Was on the mirror, like man, it looked dusted. like a murder scene. <laughs> And we've there's was. <laughs> yeah, but we've got like detectives that come into our gym and they're like, Man, if you committed a murder, we'd so be able to ping it on you. Like, <laughs> just I'm going like, everywhere. Yeah, the sweat angel that's on the floor or all up the wall. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Two sweaty men for um five sessions that yeah. day probably wasn't a good idea, but no, it's good, man, and it's coming again. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be so. doozy. Um, so what's the schedule look like? So Talk it's, through it. it changes well. The biggest part of it, I try and obviously being being at home. Yep. So then the next thing that takes up my time is is work, which you know, like most dads, takes up most of your day. Yeah. But then pretty much weekends for me is um, like with my band, I'm either going away somewhere or playing a gig, and and during the week it's prepping for that. So um, how many how many nights do you guys like practice? Re- rehearse? Uh, we don't really like because we're in a Metallica tribute band. We <laughs> The songs are there. What's the name of the band? You've got to give Damage, a shout out. Damage Inc. The Metallic, the Australian Metallica tribute band. You got so, a show coming up. Yeah, this well, weekend. Or? Yeah, this we got the next like six weeks. So yeah. it was meant to be in conjunction with Metallica next coming. Six out. weeks. Yeah, every weekend. Every weekend. And then where are got, they at? Do you want to give them a quick shout out? So we'll probably well, release this I, next week. I've got to probably try and remember them. So this week we're in St Clair at uh, uh, Blue Cattle Dog on Saturday. Then we've got. The next week, next Friday, the October 11, we're in Adelaide. So, seeing that's like a hectic schedule. It's a full tour. Yeah, pretty much. And like, and then we, then the week after that, we go to, uh, we're in Sutherland Way. And then during that week, we're playing, well, at the moment, it's scheduled for two shows in yeah. Melbourne. 
but then they're looking at adding on a third show. God. So three in a row down in Melbourne. And then we come back, do a show in Sydney. Um, and then, then we've got one week off and then we're doing Sydney again, I think. Yeah, with a Slipknot tribute band. Because like, of all oh, these be yeah. cancellations with Metallica and stuff, they've... Everyone's sort of like, oh, we need the next best thing. And unfortunately, they think it's us. Whoever's got refunded their tickets just can come and see Danny. Yeah, Chick. just give us the same amount of money that, <laughs> you know, that they're going to get. We'll be happy. But um, yeah, so that's 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 that side of it. You know, it's it's so busy and it's hectic. And Angela's got to work because she only works weekends. Yeah. So um, we try and work around it, whether I sort of take annual leave um, on like a Friday or Monday, and then she can work. Those days, Switch around the days, yeah, so. and it, it works, you know. And we've got to we've got to stay two months ahead of it, otherwise, yeah. it's it, a juggling act, isn't it? Definitely. And if if there's been times where I've forgotten something, or Angela's forgotten something, we're like, oh, okay, now we've got a conflict where she's working and I've got a gig, and then we try not to rely on our parents as much, yeah, because you know it, it's cool that they're there and we can rely on them, but we we really try not to to rely on them um, because it's just. I don't know. It's, it's we want to be there, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially myself, because a lot of the time it's the weekends where it is me doing what Ange would do during the week, being the the dad, you know, and looking after them and letting her have a rest after she's done night duty. She's a midwife. Oh God, really? So, yeah. So um, It'd be hectic. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like she, like this coming weekend, she's working Friday Friday night, and then um, and then I've got a gig on the Saturday. So yeah. like. She'll, she'll pretty much sleep. For yeah, Saturday. she'll sleep all day Saturday. I'll take the girls out of the house so that they don't make noise because I'm living with two lunat- two little <laughs> lunatics, you know, like two little <laughs> clean follow that, after you. So. Oh yeah, man, they're <laughs> crazy. Especially our little one, Ellie, is like just absolutely just chaos in a little person. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so weird how yeah. they've all got different person. Like our three have got Ella's our eldest, and she's like. The con- or controlling is probably a really bad word, but <laughs> she likes the kids to follow her direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, in charge. Yeah, in, in charge. charge, in <laughs> charge. Um, Harper's the middle one and he's kind of like, if he doesn't want to talk to the girls, he'll just go in his room and play Lego. Yep. And then yep. Evie's the youngest one who's just like, it's like she's like 50. Yeah. <laughs> because she's so cluey. Yeah, right. And she's just a little terror. She's the same, just a terror. Yeah. But we'll get away with anything. Yeah, Probably cool. because she's the youngest too. Maybe we should put them together and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> we'll put them in a park and just uh, like letting a bomb go off. Let it loose. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, so that's that's the weekends. And um, pretty much during the week, I'm sort of prepping. And when I say prepping, like I'm going to the gym because a couple of years ago, like, I was seeing photos of myself like I've retired from football and stuff like that. And I was like up on stage and all, I actually got to 112 kilos. Yeah, it's big. And Especially though we're not tall blokes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm you, like you're pretty out. nugget, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> but not, I'm not short either. I'm just under six foot. But um, it was still 112 kilos and I've always been a pretty fit dude and always yeah. played footy and – you know, we, if ever there was a fitness test, I wanted to be first in that growing up. Yeah. So going to just nothing was like, well, you know, I was still eating the same, man. Like, no, you, you can't, know, can you? Yeah. No, I, I didn't know. I, I, I did know, but I just didn't really think it would affect me as, yeah. as much as it did. And yeah, it got to, I got to 112 kilos. Like I knew I was overweight, but I didn't know that I was like that heavy. And to, <laughs> Do you so, see a photo, eh? Well, it was a photo and then I was like, and... Along the way, I'm like putting on my favorite shirts, and I'm like, "What? This doesn't so fit. Tight. What's going on?" And I'm like, 
Angela, you, sh- you shrink my sh- <laughs> you, you gotta, you're doing something with my shirts yeah. and they're shrinking. And she's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I don't know whether she knew I was getting overweight and just didn't want to say anything yeah. or if she was just like, oh, just like sort of oblivious to it and sort of because she sees me every day, you don't I really think, know. Uh, you get comfortable though, don't you? Like I yeah. very, I got, it sounds like we're like twins or something. Because I have the same <laughs> story, but I didn't get to 112. Yeah. Um, I got to 90. Yeah. But if I'm 90, I look like a helium balloon that's yeah, just right. been blown up. So, and the same thing, like I took a photo and I was like, oh my, like. Yeah. It looks it's like it's not a good feeling and it, it was definitely motivating for me to go, okay, I need to do something. But also along with that, I had like, I was stressed. Yeah. Whether it was because like my shirts didn't fit me and I just didn't feel good, like, and being stressed and like I was always tired, just I was getting cranky. Yeah. I'm getting cranky at situations that I probably shouldn't have. And and I, I recognise that and I'm like, when, well, when I figured out that, okay, I'm 112 kilos and all these things are sort of mixing together and making me cranky and like just not feeling good about I don't know, lots of things, you know, yeah. like you know, I would sleep into like I need to start at work ex- at seven and I was like 6.30 struggling to get up and running out of the house and so I would be on time yeah. and, um, you know, just – and the eating habits were just not good. You reckon um, the – I think like I, it was very similar. Like it was when I started um, – my road, I was just in like one place all the yeah. time and then I started travelling. Yeah. So like I'd be like, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm busy. I'll just quickly get Maccas. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely what happens because I, I, like I wasn't working a good job back then either yeah. too. Like, and um, I didn't have the ability to – like I had I was driving all over the place to yeah, do bathroom renovations, yeah. you know. Like, and, and I was like, oh, man, I need something to eat or drink or whatever and oh, the nearest thing's a McDonald's. Yeah, if you're not the convenience planned. Of it. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. got to you got to plan it, and um, yeah, and, and I w- wasn't very planned about it, and like I was r- growing up, I was r- a really motivated dude, like for like training or uh, and like my mates ring up, hey, let's go play tennis, and I've just like trained my ass off all day for footy or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, got to the point where like my mom's like, I think you do too much. You need to just <laughs> relax, you need to simmer. So, yeah, just just chill for a bit, but. Um, I sort of lost when I've sort of retired from football. Or I sort of just lost all that really, and um, and then with that weight gain and that that motivation disappears for like for either wanting to get out to the gym or go for a run or whatever. And it's a bit um, of a, a bit of a confidence thing, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, well, I didn't feel confident because like as soon as you look at photos, and you're like, I look like that. Yeah. Oh man, it's I, weird because I don't think um, when guys talk about it, we don't ever go like, oh. I didn't feel good about myself. Yeah. Like no one would say I didn't feel good about myself. They'd just be like, oh, I'd be overweight. Yeah, I'll but, get it fixed, well, I, I didn't, man. I was looking at it and I'm like, man, I look like that on stage. Like, look at my gut. It's hanging over like I've got a gut. You know, I wasn't happy with it. I'm like, to be on stage and like be a good front, because I'm a front man of my band, You, you know, it's sort of like you need to, I know it's a weird thing to say, but you, you want to have the women want you and the guys want to be you, you know? To create the atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Because, you know, I want to be James Hetfield from Metallica. Yeah. Well, you look course. like him. With uh, with <laughs> not Ivan Milat? <laughs> no, I'm going to go the other one. <laughs> All right, cool, sweet. Okay, I'll be we'll totally to look like positives. Ivan Milat. <laughs> we'll stick to the positives. <laughs> well, he's a good person to look up to also too, you know, Ivan. So, uh, But anyway, but so, yeah, I'll, I'll see him photos and, and, and um, yeah, it wasn't happy and then, this song, like I was saying about the anger side of things, I was like stressed and cranky and, oh man, I need to do something. And then I remember one time I just went out and hit a punching bag and like I got all this anger out and this frustration and I'm, I broke the punching bag. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I went, ah, 
I feel better now. Yeah. Okay, all right. And then I was like, I okay, I need to get in a routine of getting back to what I used to be, being motivated and and looking good and feeling good and stuff like that. So um, I joined the F45, yeah. um, which like, I think it was like my first three sessions, like absolutely nearly killed me, which was a shock to me because growing up, like I said, like, Used to With, be in first, yeah, 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 first man. I'm like, and it's a weird feeling when you go from that and then go and be like, oh, because yeah. I'm doing the same thing now. I just yeah. started CrossFit like six weeks ago, yeah, and they're like, oh, this is the movement you got to do. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what the yeah. is going on? Yeah, so that was it was it was like drowning almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, and and running in sand or quicksand or whatever. But, um, yeah, finally got into it and got a hang of it and and like i'm doing like cardio sessions now i do two sessions do the double yeah so on monday which is a cardio i do um so morning and then um evening wednesdays morning and evening and friday morning and evening but in in that also so on mondays i have oztag where yeah. they ask me to ref so i've got to ref three games play one and then on wednesdays i'm playing two games and refing three or sometimes yeah three or two you know it's pretty chaotic so but um so the days in between are weights days and usually my thursdays is a day off sort yeah. of sort of by the time the wednesday you know gets done with i'm pretty sore like i'm yeah. pretty sore today so sort of thursday night i start to feel a bit better and oh, okay i'm ready to go, go again. again and then my right. week rolls around again where of doing their 45 in the mornings and um and then the weekend either a gig or whatever because funnily enough the gig takes it yeah, out it of would. You. I don't think like, people realise because like when um, like I've been at a gig or a couple of my mates that play in a band yeah. and you look at them like after the gig or even through they're like profusely oh, yeah. sweating. There's times where I'm singing I've got my eyes shut it's not because I'm into the song it's because my eyes are stinging. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah I'm lucky enough James Hetfield wears sweatbands so and I get to wear sweatbands so nice. I can get rid of it quick so but, um, but yeah that's 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 a, so sort schedule's of funny pretty good. So there's effort like gym yep work Oztag Band. Band. Touring. Yeah. Family. Family, yeah. But not in that order. (laughs) No, it was probably the reverse order. (laughs) So I've started the wrong way. I tried. I'm still working on perfecting it, obviously. Yeah. And trying it. But it's it's always like a week by week thing that, okay, I need need to be home. And, um, you know, Angela's still like, is on me on, which is good. No, you, you, you can't do that. You need to be home. Yeah. Which is, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a tough juggling act. And I think. Like it sounds like your wife's obviously super supportive as oh, well. Oh, dude! If because if, if you didn't have else. that, do you know what I mean? Like it's a similar with my wife. Like I travel heaps to work, yep. and um, like it would make it so hard if she was like, "Oh, you're going away again." Yeah, yeah. It's it like, does oh. get like that, but it's sort of like she understands. She knows how hard I've worked for this position that yeah. my band is in now. Like starting, we were doing like one gig a year because no one knew who we yeah. were. You know, yeah. like oh, I, I might give you guys a chance, but now like words got out and. It's yeah. Everyone knows who we are. Yeah, so, I'm gonna yeah. have to get to a show. Yeah, of course. We play We're backstage passes. Sure. <laughs> well, sometimes it's not a backstage. <laughs> it's just like a, a curtain. Oh, back, you know, back curtain. A passes. back curtain pass. But um, yeah. So, but yeah, like during the week, so I'm always like prepping for the show, whether it's learning songs or tightening things up. So that's another thing that I add into, you know, with my Oz tag and all that. So, yeah. f- like the weird thing is, I only sleep like four hours a night. I think my thing with that is um I'm like it's we're very similar. Yeah. Similar humans in terms of like I can run off four hours or six hours yep. very easily. Yeah. Um 
and it, I, to be honest, like I think it's I know there's probably like doctors out there and that and like yeah, no, you need you this. Do, how, you but should not be doing that. I think it's a mindset thing, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, I heard a quote that if oh, I can't even remember it now. It was like when I was sort of like wanting to get fit, and so I'll, I've tried to find all these things that motivated me. So rather than just having one sort of thing of motivation where oh okay I want to get fit, I had like ten things. Yeah. So. Um, well, even more like, so if for some reason that I, you know, my alarm went off at 4.30 in the morning, I went, oh no, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. So if that first selection of motivation didn't work, I had another 10, 15 to fall back on and go, okay, oh, you know, wake up. Oh, I'm not feeling it today. Uh, yeah, who cares if I look bad in photos? Cause we all, everyone does that. Mate, you know? 100%. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, the hard thing of, Getting fit and changing the way really, you think, you know, yeah, it's you've got to have a, a really deep rooted purpose behind it. Otherwise, yeah. it's not just like oh, I need to get fit. It's like yeah. you don't have a purpose behind it. You're going to stay in bed. Yeah, you got to rewire your brain and and um, you know the, the I'm trying to remember the exact quote. It was somewhere on um, YouTube where uh, uh, something about some some people want to sleep more than they want to be successful. Oh, that's um, that's my boy Eric Thomas. I think is it? Yeah, it, it's uh, American dude. Yeah. Some people want to sleep more than they want yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen that one. And that was, and yeah, you know, that was the one with the drowning. That he takes the guy yeah. out and drowns, yeah, the guru sort of takes him out. Yeah, and yeah, says, yeah, yeah. How bad do you want it? Exactly. Puts him underwater, holds him down, and he's fighting. He's fighting. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, you got to want it as bad as you want to breathe. Yeah. So because I had that when I was younger, and I lost it. Yeah. Through. Through you know, well, I think no through, fault of our own. No, but I think like I'm very similar. Like once I hit fatherhood. My priorities obviously change changed massively, yeah. and you kind of lose yourself a little bit yep. into, and then like a big thing stopping playing footy, yeah, because you lose the camaraderie of the boys as yeah. well, yeah, yeah, um, and then you kind of like you don't have anyone to push you, you got to push yeah. yourself, exactly, through individual, yeah. so yeah, it's so a, it's a weird kind of um, transition, I think, definitely to go through once you start to have kids, and, and there's then, no one to help you to go through it. You got to do it nah, on your own, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I think you go from being like it's not anyone's fault but you go from being super selfish because you can be yeah because it's just you and maybe your partner yeah and then you've got this little thing that's relying you to keep it alive exactly and and people say to me now how come you aren't playing football like because they see me now like with some fit yeah and i'm like oh well yeah i can still i probably could still play and 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 be you know successful or whatever but i it's not my time anymore my time my time is dedicated to those two little midgets you see running around <laughs> wrecking one of our rooms in our house, you know? So, and, um, and that's, I think that's awesome. And it, I'm totally accepting of that. So, yeah. and I've got no problems with it whatsoever. So I don't sit there and think, um, oh, what if I'm no, like, no, I'm happy. Mate, I'm, I'm just happy. waiting for myself to turn 35. So I can play in masters comp, like just a weekend away. <laughs> so masters. I'm already 35. Um, you got to wait a couple of years for me. That will make a team. <laughs> okay. It sounds good. YTD or something. <laughs> yeah. We'll sponsor it. Sponsored yeah, yeah. team. We're on. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, but, um, that's sort of like my life, you know, wake, uh, alarm goes off at four 30. Some nights I'm not getting home till 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then so, oh, well, I start doing stuff for my band, whether it's creating artwork, um, just stuff that I can sort of do on the computer, sending emails, uh, checking out, going over our band's Facebook page or try and find new avenues that we haven't explored. Like, you know, Metallica just did a thing with the symphony. I'm researching different symphony bands, uh, yeah. symphony orchestras. Yeah. And say, Hey, you know, so it's, it's networking and, 
doing all that stuff and it sort of gets to midnight and sometimes I'm like, I wake up and I'm having my head on the computer. I'm like, okay, it's bedtime now. And then yeah. sure enough, the alarm goes off at 4.30. But I'm, yeah, I can, I can deal with it. I'm okay with it. Like I don't, there are days when you feel sort of like a lot more tired. Yeah, you've got to listen to your body. Yeah, and, and but it's not, as, I feel the same as anybody else would if they were tired. It's yeah. not as if I feel any extra tired or anything like that. But um, yeah, so and uh, yeah, four hours a night, and yeah, I'm I'm cool with it, and I feel okay, and I I'm sort of stick with that motivation of I want to be successful, and I have to fit all these things in this day to to do that, and it's it works for me, yeah, you know, and I, I lost uh I'm back down to ninety five kilos, and I'm um, I'm happy with where I am now, and uh, pretty much I train that much that I can pretty much eat with whatever yeah, I want, but. After like, cause I did the F forty five challenge at out. Yeah, you look at slim after that too. <laughs> cut, but, dude. That was like twenty sixteen. Like that was even before like I met you. Yeah. Like and I was going through the Instagram scroll there. Yeah, <laughs> dude. There's a mad. But I'm like, when I look back in that photo, I'm like, wow. There's like a, the before and after. It's like, yeah, wow. That was. I'm. You can even see in the photo. Like even the photo. I'm like. Like look frumpy and I'm not happy, but then you look next the yeah, next photo totally and you're like, different. yeah, happy, I feel good, yeah. you know, and I, I look good, feel good, and I've got structure in my life, um, you know, and I didn't have that where before in in my job and stuff like that. Now I'm in a better job, and um, it, when I started this motivation thing, uh, it I sort of found it not only worked for me through what I was trying to achieve with my weight but it also helped with my job because like i'd go to wake up go to the gym and then five o'clock you know till you know 45 minutes f45 and then so 545 and i'm getting to work you know go straight to work and i'm at work early and i'm doing extra things and you're on top of the world when you work out in the morning though yeah 100 i I do sets you up so good yeah and getting all that sweat out and sometimes you might feel negative about it oh i'm just not feeling it today and you know, if sometimes you just might cruise through it. Sometimes you go pretty hectic. Yeah. I, I could probably name one session in the last, oh, how long has I been going? Nearly three years that I've been going to F45 where I sort of went, yeah, I'm going to pull back a bit Yeah. today. So I'm when I go, I, I go. Like I'm deep. in, yeah, man, like <laughs> I, I want to sweat. So if, um, if I'm not feeling it and you see me like not rowing as hard, it's okay. He's just really having a rest today. Yeah. So, but, but, um, Mate, yeah. I don't think I've ever had like people will look at me weird sometimes when I walk into work because I'm like buzzing. Mm. I'm on top of the world, and they're like, "Mate, it's like seven yeah. thirty, eight o'clock. Like, you need to settle down." Yeah. I'm like, "No, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm at level twenty-seven yeah. right now." Right. Ten. <laughs> I've just worked out. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> you just got up, <laughs> so killing it. So, but yeah. I guess, um, mate, fitting all that in, a big family man. Yep. Um. So the kids are are growing up pretty quickly. They are. So do you want to talk us through when did you meet your wife? So met my wife, oh man, when was that? 2008 and then pretty much like I knew that, okay, this 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 girl's different, this woman yeah. is different from other girls that I've met, you know. So um, we sort of, because uh, she lived up at Newcastle and we ran, in, ran into each other in the, in the city and, um, and then uh, it was sort of stayed in touch and then, you know, it just sort of developed from there, and it was all the long distance relationship thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, but it worked, and yeah. and we knew it was going to be hard. But and that's the same with everything in our life that Ange and I have dealt with, or whatever. You know, it was just another thing that 
Um, yeah, you live far away, but we'll make it work. Um, and and we did. And then she's moved down, um, moved down in oh, two. 2010 I think it was we yep. you know started renting together and then we married in 2012 and then um we then we're in 2013 we're expecting our first child and um and that's sort of where m- my life sort of changed for both of us you know yeah. a lot of people would say that it it changed f- you know f- in a difficult way but um we don't look at it like that yeah. we look at it as okay we had that experience of uh our first son passing away. So um, after you know, he he was premature. Yeah. How, how so, early was he? So twenty. He was twenty six. His gestation was twenty six uh, weeks and three days. Yeah. And was there any like signs or anything leading up? Or? Yeah, there was. So uh, I can remember it like it was yesterday, man. So like it was a Monday night. I just had KFC. <laughs> I, I remember all this, and even Angie ate KFC, and because she was feeling a bit weird, feeling a bit off, and we just put it down to the KFC as yeah. you do. So, um, uh, and then it was about two o'clock in the morning. I, Ange was sort of up sort of all night. And then um, two o'clock in the morning, Ange was in the toilet. And I remember just sh- shooting up out of bed that something was wrong. And, but Ange hadn't said anything to me yet. And yeah. I looked up because I can see from my bedroom straight into the bathroom. And then she, I heard like this, oh, I know it's pretty graphic, but I heard this splash and yeah. Ange, because Ange's water had broke, you know, and she's, oh, Clint, my water's my water just broke, and I'm like, okay, Fuck. this is twenty two weeks, uh, twenty six, twenty six, twenty six and three uh, three days. So, and I was like, okay, I automatically knew this was bad. Yeah. So you know, because I'm I'm pretty good on my uh, midwifery, also because oh, you know, Ange comes home and talks about yeah. it. You know, so there's a lot of stuff I hear her talking about the people. I'm like, oh yeah, I know this or whatever. <laughs> so, but um, so that happened. I immediately knew that. It, this wasn't good. Yeah. She knew it. I could see it in her face. So we got to the hospital, which is probably about a half hour drive. We got there in eleven minutes. So uh, it wasn't that I was speeding like crazy. We oh, just we just got there the quick. Yeah, there was yeah. no one there. So um, along the way, Ange, like I was saying, oh, what what's going on? What what, what is it? what's going on? Because she knows this stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, she freaking out, like yeah, a little she bit. Knew she, what was going on? Or? A little bit, but she was very calm. She's really good. She's like me. She, under pressure, she's got it. And especially with the, her midriff, midriffery stuff. Yeah. That's a hard word to say sometimes. Midriffery. Midriffery, midriffery yeah. stuff. She's um, she's definitely on top of it because she's learnt it along the way and had to deal with women that have had that yeah. happen to them. So she's she knew what was going on. Um, well, she didn't know the extent of it. She knew that it was bad and that um, we needed to get to hospital as quick as possible to start, you know, checking up on things and checking how to see the bait how the baby was yeah. and um so along the way i was like what's going on you know, you know she said i oh, well I, I can't feel anything so it's like she was trying to feel because we could he could always feel like we didn't know that was a boy but um we could always feel the baby moving yeah um so then anyway we got got to the hospital 2 a.m and um they started doing checks and they, they found it. It took them a, a little bit to find the heartbeat, but they did find it. And then it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, we can relax. Yeah, all right. Thank God for that. Okay. And so what what, what does that mean? Okay, well, we're going to have to do a cesarean if if uh, there was a few other irregularities. If these, uh, a few irregularities, I've got to stop saying big words. Okay, irregularities. So I know what you're trying to say, but my brain is like, I can't say it. <laughs> Uh, complications yeah complications persist um 
where we will need to do a cesarean. So, okay, that's the plan. So, um, so the water's broken. She'd not gone into labor, or she no. Well, it no, she hadn't gone into labor. No, no, she wasn't yeah. pushing. So that's um, what they're going to do. Yeah, so that, yeah, and because it was classed as premature. Yeah. So, um, so we got into the hospital, and then it was sort of just like a waiting game whether that was going to happen or like she was going to push him out or if it was going to be a C-section. And um, uh, they ended up finding that there was still some complications. So they went, okay, we're just going to do the emergency cesarean. And in that time, I like I went to go back home to get some pillows and stuff because, you know, it's been a long day, have yeah. a shower. <clears throat> and I walked outside, you know, being in a hospital, you don't – you don't know what's going on around you and especially when it's that sort of a bigger thing yeah it's sort of like you come out and you're like oh what's going on out in the world today and i remember coming out and it was like i remember penrith it was just it was like back in 2013 september um 10 yeah september 10 it was like just chaos out in penrith because there was fires everywhere oh yeah there would have been too and i i didn't i didn't know and i'm like what is going on it's like well we're three out here and and like, so I went to go get, yeah, I went to go get some pillows and that and I ended up getting stuck and then I had Andrew and me going, hey, they're taking me in to do this cesarean like yeah. right now and I'm like, okay, I'm and I'm about half an hour away in just on a normal day where there's no traffic but there was chaos everywhere. Like yeah. all the all the M4 and all the M7, everything was chockers everywhere and I remember like doing quite a few illegal things to get around but there was one point. It's been, it's been longer than five years, so it doesn't count. Okay, sweet. All right, I'm good. Okay, not incriminating myself yeah. here. So I remember there was one point where there was a, a fire engine and it was going in the outside lane and I just followed it. I followed it because if they're going to pull me over and say, what are you doing, whatever, I'm like, I've got to get back my wife's in labor or yeah. emergency C-section. So I got back in there and like, dude, the pre- timing was so precise that I got back in there just before Ange went in, I was able to like give her a kiss and say, okay, I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, so, and then, um, so then they did it and he came out and, you know, man, it was, we didn't know it was boy or a girl, like I said, and came out and it was a boy and sort of along the way, Ange and I were sort of coming up with names and stuff. You know, I'm like, I'm, you know, if it's a boy, I'm going to call it Rambo or <laughs> if it's a boy, I want to call him Biff, you know, stuff like that. If it's, um, and then just sort of in the back of my mind, I always had this name Colton. Yeah. I don't know why it just sounded strong and, um, it was something that I liked and, um, so if it was going to be a boy, then I could name the baby. And if it was going to be a girl, Andrew was going to name the baby. And that's, that's sort of what we did the first time and, um, came out as a boy. And then she looked at me, she said, you can name him. What do you want to name him? And I went, oh, Colton. <laughs> cool. So, so we went with Colton and then, um, everything. Well, sorry to cut you off. What you was right? the, what was like, it's a pretty crazy situation as it is. Yep. Obviously, like the birth of your first son. Like, what was the kind of feeling when? Oh, it, well, out? sort of when he first came out, it was sort of relief after what had just sort of happened. I was like, oh, but then it was like, yeah, my first, our first child's a boy, and it was sort of, I was happy because whatever, whatever way, whether it was boy or girl, whatever, I, I didn't care, and it didn't matter to us. So, um, either way, I was going to be happy. But it was um, okay. He can look after the family that the way that I felt like I did for my family. Like yeah. I'm the oldest boy in, um, like with my side and I've got a sister and he can look after his sisters or whatever or little brothers down the track and and that's what that's was that was what I wanted. But even if we did have a girl, it was going to be the same thing, same scenario where, okay, she's going to look after the 
she's going to be the one that's going to be like, okay, if ever you are in trouble, I can help you. Oh, you know, is, is this why my nine-year-old is controlling? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Did you, did you tell her that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. Maybe it's subconscious. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, um, so it's, I think it was probably about sort of two days later, he was in the, um, like the NICU unit yeah. at um, the Pan Hospital um, that they did like a brain scan and they found he had cysts on his brain. So whether that was from when uh, Ange's water had broke, yeah, whether he stopped getting oxygen or, um, it, or if it was some other complication, they didn't know. So they said it's just a small cyst and um, he may have some form of cerebral palsy or something like that. I'm like, we don't care. Yeah. Don't care at all. So we're cool, we were cool with it and they said, look, we'll just monitor it anyway, but, you know, um, just we'll just keep an eye on it. Yeah, cool. No worries. So as the day sort of went on and they did the monitoring of it, it, it actually got worse to the point where um, – they like have we had to have meetings where both our parents came in and they like showed us photos of what it looked like from the first day to now and it was like just dramatically or just grew yeah well like the the holes that he was getting in his brain it was just yeah it was massive and um and it was something that I wasn't familiar with yeah. but but Ange knew stuff along the way she knew that you know okay well this isn't going to end good but we 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 stuck with him and um we we didn't you know we say we didn't give up on him like he didn't give up so we're not going to give up on him so um you know we got to meet him and we we you know we'd go in in the morning and see him and then some of our friends and family would come in with us and um and then the afternoon we'd go see him again and um when did you get your first hold did you get your first hold pretty early or yeah it was it was that night so but he had all the the, the, the stuff on him and, stuff, and yeah. tubes and stuff and um i think it was sort of the first night he well we well, might not have been the first night really it might have been the second because he was in the the little i don't know what you call it right, the whole capsule thing yeah, yeah and and um so he was just sort of out of arm's reach and, and like he was so tiny and like i've got a i've got a photo on my um facebook where he like because you'd put your hand in there and he'd, he'd grab it and he like his thing his hand was only like like from my fingernail to my knuckle, like it was tiny, you know. So, um, and it was just, it was just a, I don't know, I, just the numbness sort of fell over me because I didn't know what to do in yeah. that situation. Well, you just feel kind of helpless. Yeah, and and I've always been the sort of guy where <clears throat> I'm gonna, like I said, like be a leader of not only my family but of other people, and and I didn't feel. I felt that had got taken away from me. Yeah. And um, well, I've never been in that position before. And it was something that I'm only realizing looking back on it now that that's what happened. And I kind of, I, I just wasn't myself like where I was asking sort of lots of questions and, and I didn't know how to feel like, and, and I, I don't blame myself for that. I don't, I don't get cranky at myself for feeling that way because how was I to know? How are you to know? You don't get taught this sort no, of stuff at all, you know. But but in saying that, we had <clears throat> a support from everywhere, like people that um, I didn't expect would ring me up and, "Hey, man, I'm I'm thinking about you." And wow, that feels awesome. It's impactful when um because I think especially as blokes, 
like when you have a conversation on the phone, she's like, hey, go on. It's like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Just busy. Blah, blah. Like yeah, even yeah. when we first caught up, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're both. Hey. <laughs> but like when someone like says something meaningful or like you can understand it comes from their heart. Yeah. And it hits you and it goes like, it's real vulnerable, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, I don't know if it's the way people say it or if it's, you just know. Yeah. Like if it's a guy intuition thing that you just know that, hey, I've got your back sort of thing or, hey, I'm, I'm hurting for you. Yeah. You know, so, and, and you, you sort of, I felt that. So, um, from friends and, and family that, um, that they didn't really even have to say, hey, I'm, I'm with you here, but you just know. And that's just through having good, a good supportive network of family and friends, you know. Um, so we, we had that and, um, our, our family, you know, they stuck by us, um, and helped us. And obviously it was hard for them too. It was hard for everybody to see this, you know. Like our families were like, oh, you know, you don't want your kids to go through what they're going through, having to lose a a child. Because, you know, losing a child um, can almost be seen as, you know, the greatest loss that you could have. Yeah, I don't know. Like obviously I've been extremely lucky, three healthy kids. And like that is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, definitely. So it it was – position that we were thrown into and when i look back on it now it was like like i said it was a numbness you know and for me where i didn't have control over the situation like where i was saying where um the control what i'm sort of talking about is like if if i I was in a situation for football or whatever it was something that okay we're behind here or i need to do something to get us to win that's the only way i can look sort of put it together and to explain it um i'd you know try and do something extraordinary to get us back in front you know and i'd it wasn't this situation wasn't something i could do that with it was completely out of my hands and looking back on it now it's it was a vulnerability that um affected me to help motivate me now yeah to get my head in a position where if it was to happen again that I know it's going to be out of my hands, but I know how to deal with it. But I, I guess you can only really go through that. You know, well, know how to deal with that stuff when you've been through it. You know, you've you've done the training for it. Yeah. So, um, so pretty much in a, a wrap to sort of wrap that sort of whole thing up. There is he. We we got to spend twenty two days with him, um, and twenty one days of that he was in the the little incubation um, uh, bed. And then so the last night where we sort of accepted that, you know, this is, he's, he's not going to last. Yeah. Um, we got to spend in the Ronald McDonald house, which is inside the Nepean hospital in the Niku ward. Um, there's a bed in there and like a little sort of kitchen set up. And um, we got to spend that night with him where we, we laid in bed um, with him and, and just no tubes, you know, like, like normal, normality. And um, which is what we didn't have for that whole twenty one days. Twenty one days, yeah. And like there was things where I, we, Angie and I, would be talking and be like, oh, I just want to take him home. Yeah, I just want to go home with him, and we couldn't. So um, the hospital, um, the uh, the Niku ward, and Ronald McDonald House, I it can't thank them enough, you know, because they helped. Like they even let us bring our dog in. To see oh, really? him, you know, because because cool. that was like one of our things. I you know I want to take him home. I want him to come home and meet our. Well, back then we only had a dog. Yeah, I, I want him to meet our dog. You know, 
Um, so we, they said, listen, all right, we'll let you bring your dog in. You can meet meet him. And we've got a family photo of our dog and Colton and, and us together. And um, it was just so to look back on that now that photo like you see it's in our lounge room we see yeah. it every day and it's sort of like okay well we didn't get to bring him home but we got the next best thing there and um uh yeah it's it was amazing just the support we had and um yeah just looking back on it now it's uh, it's we, we people ask us oh you know it, it is sad but we don't we don't see it that way no. we see that we had 22 days of awesomeness yeah, you know right. and 22 days that we actually got to meet him you know yeah. we had him for 22 days whereas some people aren't lucky enough to have their child for that long some people they, they have still yeah still births you know or they can't have children or whatever but um Ange and i are really positive on that and we both feel the same that people are like oh yeah you only got 22 days with him i'm like yeah 22 of the best days yeah you know we we got to do stuff like you got to meet our dog we we um i got to he got to listen to metallica yeah you know um and he he yeah it was just like an it was norm that was the normal for us yeah um the and uh it, yeah looking back on it now where it's a happy it's a it's a happy thing that we got to meet him for that long and we're grateful for that time yeah. well, so it's not a not a sad thing at all looking at your face when you talk about it cuz like we knew we were going to have a chat about it i was yeah. like oh, i was like choking up a bit and like going like oh this is heavy but like yeah. you just seem so proud yeah definitely like that's the like when i looked at your face when you're talking about it, it's like it's like you're in love and you're so proud that you got these 22 days with oh, your thanks, wonderful man. boy well, that, that's I, what comes across when you talk about it you well, know that, I mean? that's like, what i hope and i and you know grief is a hard thing to deal with because you don't know how you're gonna react or yeah um and i knew how, uh, knowing now i know how i reacted and um I don't know, I was just the numbness sort of fell on me and, and I sort of, I felt that I sort of shied away from stuff. I was sort of like, oh, I, uh, you know, the control, oh, where is it? I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. And, and you know, I, I felt that I wasn't meant, looking back on it now, I wasn't sort of mentally strong with it. But now with the fitness side and getting back to the motivation side of things, being motivated, being a motivated person, I'm... If, hey, if this happens again, but like I said, it's also that I've been through it. That yeah. I can, I can That's right. I couldn't imagine yeah. so, but processing those emotions going through yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough thing, but um, it's, it is a, a daily thing that I do deal with, and, and so does my wife, and so does my family. Um, you know, my mum and dad, and, and my sister, and same with Angela's parents and her family, um, and even my mates to a certain extent, you know, um, like when the day Colton was born, like what sort of comes around every year, I, a couple of mates just ring me and, hey man, how are you? Yeah, you that's know? cool. And I'm like, okay, they remember. And it, it makes me feel awesome that I have those people in my life. Yeah. That they're, because that, that's, that was a big thing of not forgetting him. Yeah. Um, you know, even though he was only 22 days old and people still remember, you know, Ange put a post up yesterday, um, of saying you know we um six years have passed and this we just want to say that we um thank you for everybody for their support during that time and and ongoing support and for remembering him and um you know just like a thank you sort of post and um 
you know, so many people write on it, you know, I still remember, I still remember him and think about him and um, it's just, it's an amazing feeling. It's an amazing feeling to have that many people remember him and, and he had, <clears throat> he had um, like he, the, the funeral, there were so many people there for a, a baby that was only 22 days old. He sure got a, a lot of love. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that is something I'll never forget and always remember and I, well, I also got to perform Nothing Else Matters for him at, it, yeah. at the wake. So, well, because Nothing Else Matters is a Metallica song. Yeah. When I proposed to Ange, I, it was at a, one of our gigs. So, up on stage. Yeah, up on stage. Just wanted to fully embarrass her. So, <laughs> um, and it was right before, uh, right after I did Nothing Else Matters. And then, so I wanted to perform Nothing Else Matters for him too. Yeah. So, um, where we, the, the boys in my band were like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm in with it. I'll do it for you, and we'll do it together. You know, because you did a fange, and you'd like to do it for Colton too. That's so, cool. so that was another cool thing we got to do for him, and just along the way, everything that we sort of needed to do and wanted to do, that it was never too big a ask. Yeah. So, and so, um, it was yeah. Like I was saying, like looking back on it, it's not. Yeah, it is a sad thing, and there are times where I I do cry and. Um, it it overwhelms me. Yeah. I yesterday I I did feel that you know just with um things going on at work or whatever and and some and yesterday was one of my days where I felt tired and sort of like when when I'm I found yesterday that when I'm tired and you know sort of the stress of other things the shield goes down. Yeah, sort of comes down and then you sort of get I wouldn't say attacked by the emotions, but uh, overwhelmed, yeah, um, with the emotions and and um, and still trying to deal with normal things at work and and it it sort of just amplifies every one of those things to yeah, where where it's just like a normal ten percent thing. It feels like a hundred, and you're like, oh, but I'm very lucky where I'm starting to really learn how to express those things to Ange and say, hey, I'm just not feeling it today, and she'll be like, okay, well what do you feel or whatever and and I can whether it's via a text message or a phone call or and then and then if I'm a, if it's during a phone call I'll hear one of the maniacs in the background and then that'll just be like oh okay it it, it brings me back to the to ground me yeah um and having those two <clears throat> is really brings it back to okay um we're lucky to have these two you know that um they bring me bring you back down to earth where you're feeling down or whatever and and Angel's like well, if you're not feeling it just come home yeah. and as soon as you get home you see these two maniacs <laughs> in my family and you, and it just makes you instantly feel better like didn't like yeah, just then like just thinking about how I if I would walk into the house right now how, what they'd be doing they'd be standing at the door and They'd be wanting to tell me four thousand things that they've done today, and I and and I haven't <coughs> haven't even gotten my shoes off. Yeah, and they're like, hundred. "Dad, Dad, we did this, and I I played guitar, or I oh, I picked your guitar and was playing it, or we did something with Hammett, or I'm I'm dressing up as Elsa, or whatever it is, you know." So it's um, yeah, th those things just really get you. They make you you breathe a sigh of relief, yeah. sort of. They bring you way. back to like your core. Like core kind of feelings, I guess. Yeah, if, I think yeah. it's it's important though. Like for us, 
and like for yourself to say it like it's, man, we're all pretty bad at it but to like when you do express emotions even if it is just to your wife like you usually yeah. feel like 400 times better as soon yeah, as you've definitely. just said you get oh, it. i'm yeah. feeling like shit yeah um, but I'm the same. Like if I get home and my kids, my kids are real weird, right? So I'll walk in and they always hide and try to scare me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, it's the and same. Like, I know I got the weirdos, there, yeah. and I've got to pretend that I'm yeah. scared. That's, that's the first 15 minutes of walking in the door if they're not greeting you. It's, oh, where, where is, where's Demi? Oh, you're under the table. No, <laughs> I can see your legs, this room. can see your legs sticking out <laughs> and then they're whispering to each other. Demi, Demi. He, that's her, that's her. Oh, who's, Who's under the table? But yeah, it's, all that stuff is just so awesome. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm. If someone was to ask me how you feel about your family, I'm grateful for them because they're everything that I could yeah. ask for. You know, I've got my maniacs because I was a maniac as a kid. And I knew I was going to have maniacs, and I I wanted them. Yeah. And Angie even says to me, you know, these are yours. These <laughs> they act like you. So, um, so but that yeah, I I can't express how grateful i am for my family and how they are and they're growing up to be everything i wanted them to be that's cool so um all i can see when you talk about them like i said it's just you're just mate just proud and like it just comes out of you yeah you can well, see it in your eyes comes out, like <laughs> even your chest starts popping <laughs> up, so. yeah well i'm proud of my kids i'm i'm happy to go out with them and even if well, other than the crying and screaming which is sometimes oh, that's just part of bed it is but you know when they're <laughs> they'll, they'll j- want to jump over the black cracks when we go shopping or whatever it is. Yeah, do it. Oh yeah, do I'm I'm bad for that. Oh yeah. My kids start and I just start and Natasha <laughs> looks at me and she goes, "Can you not?" And I'm like, "Mate, don't touch the grey ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse." <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, and and being being a kid with them, you know, that, that I, I feel the dad's meant to be the yeah, 100% the idiot with them. So, um, and sometimes we the three of us get in trouble off mum. Yep. So. It's <laughs> probably the way it's got to be. Same yeah. in our household. So it's, so it's good. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's sort of how my household works. The, 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 how much of chaos it does look like from the outside. It's, it's the love and, and, you know, when you come back to it at the end of the day, it makes you feel better. Yeah. Whatever you experience. As long so, as you're putting it as a priority. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you know it's that's something I'm still working at and and um, whether I I do too much or whatever it is, but like I wouldn't say to somebody, hey, you do too much, you don't see your kids enough, because whatever your whatever you choose to do is the right thing. Like however you and your wife choose to do it, however Ange and I choose to do it, is yeah, the right no, thing. No rule book. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, like anytime some of my friends or anyone I know have had kids and they said, you know, do you have any advice? And I'm like, don't fucking listen to anyone's advice. Yeah, (laughs) but it is. It's exactly that. And and however you want to have them grow up and whatever you want to teach them, whether it is religion or whatever, because there's so many rules. Oh, I know, especially in this day and age. Yeah, it's just just craziness where, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing this. You know, obviously there's a few things like the whole – vaccine thing or whatever but that's a bit different yeah but, um you know however you uh let your kids grow up and how you want them to grow up and what you teach them should be how you, you there shouldn't be any rules no, it should just be your values yeah and and that's definitely how Angie and i feel and and along the way we're so together in in what they're learning and um you know 100 percent, we've got each other's back just no matter what whether it's disciplining them yeah. Okay, 
you need to go to your room now and whether I'm more forceful than Ange or go to your room and that, then they will quickly go or whatever, you know, or Ange will say to me, I need your help here. Yeah. And that's where I'm, you know, the, all right, come on, you know, <laughs> monster teeth comes yeah. out, which is what they call it, dad's monster teeth or, um, you know. But, but yeah, I, I think if I was to give any advice to anyone, it was pretty much like what you said, don't listen to anyone's advice. You, It, it is a learning thing and you learn along the way and you, you just take different parts of from what you've learnt. Oh, that probably wasn't the best thing to do and I won't do that again or, oh, yeah, okay, that seems to work. I'll I'll do that. I'll go down that avenue and that's how I'll be. But um, it's it's definitely a learning thing being a father and it's um, definitely for me it's the most memorable and amazing experience I'll ever have in my life and uh, I'm – and at that moment, like sitting here right this second, I can say to you, I love my life. Yeah. Like it's it's everything I wanted it to be because I've I've got everything I want. And when I say I've got everything I want, it's not like guitars or whatever. It's I've got a happy family. Yeah, it's the feelings more so than the material stuff. Yeah. And and that's only through hard work that uh, I've gotten that stuff where um, you know, we can go out and the kids ask for a toy and, and we don't feel like oh, I can't this week or whatever. And obviously we are, there are limits that, yeah. you know, you got one last week or whatever, but you know, yeah. Okay. We can buy that. And we, and we, and cause my parents growing up were uh, so amazing where if I wanted something and even we weren't that well off sort of growing up, but my parents worked their asses off yeah. and, and they gave my sister and I an amazing childhood where if ever we had a dream or whatever it was, they were right, right along with us. And um, I want to do the same for my kids. So um, I want them to experience that as well where, um, you know, you have your friends to back you up, but your parents are, you know, just encouraging there. Encouraging you on. Yeah, encouraging you. Because, you know, you hear along the way a lot of kids saying, oh, my mum and dad didn't do this or they wouldn't do that. And uh, I had the opposite. I, I couldn't, you know, people – I come from – Horrible backgrounds where their um, mum and dad have split and it's like real horrible and I never had any of that. And, yeah. And it, I just want to give my kids the same thing. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of my childhood. I'm proud of my parents. I'm proud of how they, they raised me and the, the values that they taught me and I want to pass them on to my kids. That's cool. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> all I can see is just about me so proud. So, yeah. mate, you battled a fair bit of adversity like through all that, it's like some heavy, heavy stuff to go through. But I think, you know, if people listening, it's like the biggest thing is you know, the power of posi- positivity, I think. Yeah, and definitely. Your mindset is kind your of mindset, yeah, got you in a position where you've been grateful that you've got that opportunity rather yep. than look at it in a different way. But yep. I mean, it's a heavy thing to, it I is. guess, look at that way. But you can even tell when you talk about it, like, you know, it's not something that you're going to make you know, a, a massive dwell rather than making it something that you're grateful that happened, yeah. which is really cool, yeah. I think. Yeah, that putting that pos- positive spin on it has definitely helped and, and um, you know, but others may choose to see it differently or whatever, but that's what helps me. Yeah. That's what helps Everyone me. Everyone goes through everything individually. Yeah. yeah. So I've only just thought up of this on the spot. Okay. Because I didn't, like, as you were talking about some stuff. So, like, just quickly, like, what was the biggest support that you had when you were going through the stuff with Colton, like you said, Ronald McDonald House, the um, yeah, I, I couldn't pinpoint one thing. Every everyone from our families, um, friends, and and it, 
doctors, like even uh, even a doc, even one of the uh, ladies that worked in there um, is now one of Angie's best friends. Yeah, uh, her name's cool. Inna, and like that journey we had with her, she got to experience it with us, and like it's one of Angie's best friends now. Well, she's a family friend. Yeah, and she knew like just through Angie being um, a midwife and talking that she sympathized with it and and then we i don't know we they connected and then our families connected like we've been to their house and i've you know for barbecues with with her husband Stuart and um you know it's just friends we've made along the way and then we've had other people like from uh, heartfelt which is a um a photography place that come in and um take photos oh, that's of cool. with your baby yeah. um like we got to get some photos where he was just on my chest yeah <clears throat> and he um and, and they just come in and do that and then like that's another relationship we've picked up there with lisa uh, lisa um and i think that's her name i'm sorry if i've forgotten her name <laughs> um uh and uh, yeah we picked up the, that relationship and she's every sort of year we get a photo with that's us cool. and the girls and um they all know what we've been through and the challenges that we had and can see that we've got this happy family and yeah it's just not there's not one thing it it was many things and support network just yeah. grew as you went through it yep and i and i think that's what's helped like i like i said with the motivation side of things don't just have one thing have more than one yeah because there are some days where <clears throat> whatever whatever support we needed to lean on probably wasn't the best or for some reason they needed to be somewhere else or whatever we had another avenue. Yeah, that's cool. So you've to be the, what I'm finding out now is to be successful with things, whether whatever it is you need, you need more than one thing. Yeah, so agree. Have have a handful you could have more of more than one sole purpose. Yeah, weapon, have whatever you call them, weapons, tools, whatever it is, have have plenty of them because you need them. Yeah, agreed. So where um, I'm sure you'd be fine for people to reach out, but where can people find you if, like, say, another father's going through the same thing? Yeah, on on my face, my Facebook, um, so Clint Lovering, or through the band um, Demi Jink, uh, on my Instagram, Dad's Bods, oh, where yeah, yeah <laughs> at Dad's with a Z Bod. Um, I actually I haven't done a video in a while. Yeah, I was I'm, thinking the other day, I haven't posted yeah. it. In a while. So usually I'd I'd film it and then edit it down, but I'm just, oh, I don't have time, <laughs> you know. So, but um, uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll have to get back into it. But yeah, that was a sort of another thing that took up time for me yeah. was putting all that together, and and out of it, I you know I met you, you know, cool. which is awesome. So um. We just clicked real quickly because I remember yeah. when I first met, like we both sat down at the thing. We'd never seen each other before. Yeah. Just been talking on Instagram. And then I think the first thing I saw, you had a pair of bunny shorts on. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you I, was for like I was like, this is an in. I yeah. was like, you get for the bunnies? Yeah. I love like, you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like straight away. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, so, uh, Step brothers. We, yeah, yeah. we won't talk about the bunnies from last week, though. Yeah. It's still emotional. Yeah, it is. But hey, 2014. Well, I, I, man, growing up, I never thought I'd get to see South win a grand final. Oh, I was the same. And, and like back in, you know, 99 when we got kicked out, the rally that they had, my dad's truck was at the front of that. That's cool. You know, and, and I, I remember being on the back of that truck and then, um, we, well, South hadn't been kicked out just yet, but that's what the rally was for to, yeah. to, to try and prevent that. And I remember thinking there and then, I'm never going to see my team win a grand final. And then, 
come full circle 2014 i'm sitting there at the grand final watching them win and i'm beside my dad who's a tragic south sydney fan uh, fan and all my family is now my mum used to go for st george but she sort of flipped a bit. Yeah, and I've converted my whole family as well, yeah. don't worry. Yeah, it's the same with my kids. That's that's the only team they know, Rabbitohs. Yeah, that's it. My kids say, we hate the Roosters, don't we? I yeah, say, good. yes, we do. Yeah, yes, that's, that's, and that's good parenting. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, and I got to see them. So, that you know, that's all wrapped up in my little um, package of my life, of life experiences and life things. And that's one of the things I can say that I'm happy about and I can say that I'm happy with my life yeah, right this second and right now is I got to see that's one part of it got to see South win a grand final Mate, it was a good year it was it was riding high that year yeah man so I guess the last point of things probably us to talk about November no, yeah November um, we're both I'm gonna, gonna have to shave it off yeah we're gonna lock it in yeah yeah I'm not sure what date we'll have to figure it out but um well did we do it after November last year or did we do it like the last, because I no, we, we were still because I still had my mo. Yeah, it was definitely still because I was November. Ready, I was ready I think to shake that bad boy it. off, like on the thirty <laughs> first at midnight. Well, I think it was the I think it was the back end of it where we raised as much money as we could, yeah. and then whatever we made on that day just added on to it. Yeah, so I've got an idea. Yeah, for us to take it probably. A bit, I mean, bit to, <laughs> the ne- bit to the next level this yep. time. So um, we both got my zones. Yes. Yep. And we're both linked up on it, so we can see yep. each other's stats. Yep. yep. Um, I was thinking a bit of friendly competition for November. Okay. Um, we'll, and then we'll end it on the 24-hour challenge, which okay. will be like the five five sessions. Five sessions, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts on friendly competition, whoever gets the most my zone points okay. for November. All right. I've got to warn you, I'm competitive as hell. Well, that's like, the same as me. So, Like even my kids, are they – if. I can't let them win. <laughs> you don't beat dad, you know, if whatever it is. But you know, I'm, I'm going to get better. Oh, that's something I'm going to get better at is learning them. And just like, what are you doing? Let them win. I'm like, no. You know, if ever I'm a dinosaur or a T-Rex, that's my thing, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah. But dad be a dinosaur. You know, it's, I've got to get better at letting, letting them win. So, but, um, oh, I mean, I'm competitive as hell. But, yeah, I'm in. But if I, if my can. My friends call it the red curtain that yeah. drops down. So that's the competitive side of me, yeah. and I don't know sometimes what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so that 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 used that's like the football side of me. Yeah, where well, mate, we're very similar. So this I'll, could be interesting. I'll lie, cheat, and steal to win. Oh, you can't lie to you. It's all. It's all yeah, but even, you got to put it on your dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. But I'll lie, cheat, lie, ideas. cheat, and steal to win, man. That's my motto. Whenever it's something competitive, I don't. I hate losing. Like Agreed. even just one game of Oz tag. I'm like. God, oh, he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, we should have. It's Oztag. What does it matter? Just relax. I wouldn't go off the ref or anything, yeah. you know, crazy like that. But I just hate losing. And yeah. uh, we'll tee it up. We'll go a um, bit of friendly competition. Cool. Hopefully, it helps us raise a little bit more money. Yeah, definitely. And um, we'll do some daily updates and stuff. I'm sure we might get a bit too involved in it, but probably. And then we'll see. Um, as we get closer, we might start our November team soon and yep. then we'll see if we can get a couple other boys on board and get them on the challenge as well. Yeah, and, and if they want to invite people along yeah, the way or, or have suggestions of things, what we can do or whatever it is, you know, it's an open thing and the more the merrier. Yeah, we'll see how we go. If we got time and stuff, we're both pretty busy, but we might even do like, yeah, two podcasts or something to yeah. 
feel everyone in and catch them up throughout cool. the month and then we, we'll do a podcast on the day that we do that. Yeah, yeah. We're like, oh man. Yeah, we've got a fair legs. bit of time in between one <laughs> we of do, those we sessions. Do. So we might do an update. Yeah, we plan it a bit better and, and we can do that. That'd yeah. be cool. Because you had to shoot off last time. Well, you I, I could have stayed, but this, it's about a 45 minute hour drive for me. Yeah. And then, but I had, like, I took the day off for it. Yep. And then it so happened that one of my kids had an assembly at yeah, school. Yeah. And that, and so I, that was cool. Like, it's just fitting it in. I had to go to my kids' Yeah, well, I don't usually get to go to them much. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm shooting off. And yeah, and it worked out perfect. Yeah. I remember getting back in the car to drive there and I was like, I cannot. I think my words were, <laughs> I feel like Lieutenant Dan from Forest Gump because I cannot feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. yeah, it's awesome. That's a good feeling. And at the end of that, you know, it's it's painful while you're doing it, yeah. but at the end, you're like, I'm glad I did that. I remember those last skips; they're still in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what God. we finished on the skipping, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Thank God that's yeah. done. Yeah, cool. awesome. So, Movember challenge locked in. Yep, I haven't told my wife I'm doing Movember yet, so um, she'll find out off this and know that I'm going to get another moustache. <laughs> are you going to go the handlebar? Or are you just going to go the? Little I don't think I can do the handlebar. Hey, really? I've just always go the Ron Burgundy. Oh, okay, I've been thinking about growing it down my neck. Oh God, I don't think I can get that far. <laughs> I get that bit there and it just doesn't go past it, my lip. And oh, okay. It, and it goes to the next bit. It's like a little bit of a soft patch. <laughs> Everyone has like that part. I think mine's sort of on my cheek yeah. here, but um, it's, no, it's yeah, definitely not like one of those homeless looking nah. beards where you're like, what is that? On your I'm, face? A, I'm a classic Ron Burgundy mo. Oh, okay. man. Cool, cool, cool. So look forward to it. Awesome. Um, last two questions, the quick rapid fire ones. Yep. You'll love one of these. Okay. Um, we'll do that one second But first one is When you think about fatherhood And your kids yep. Just three words Not in sentences Just single words What do you Love, think Love uh, Passion Fun Fun I love fun Yeah And then last one If you need a dad hype up song So you think You've had a big day at work yep. Gone to the gym You get home It's Bed, bath and No sorry I always say that backwards It's dinner, bath and bedtime Yep. Kids are a menace. You need a song to pump you up, get you in the mood. What are, what are you going to? In the mood for? Just to get through it. Like to fire me up? I don't yeah, know. I'll probably, it's up. probably be a different song. Uh, some, something from Metallica, I'd, I'd be different different song as to what it was, how I was feeling that day, I guess. Like yeah. it's always some, but it'd definitely be a Metallica song that would be like, okay, I'm going to put this on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Deal. Yep. Awesome. Sorry. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on. That's episode number four. I think it is wrapped up. Cool. Um, if you guys want to find Clint, reach out. Um, we'll put his Instagram tag and stuff down in the comments. Yeah. Always happy to talk, whatever. But if anyone, you know, you want to talk about my experience or you share it with me I'm, and I can help you go to whatever avenues um, for you to get help or whatever it is, you know, because we're all, we've all got to be in this together more. I think with, with life and, and support, you know, the way the world is at the moment, it's, I don't think it's in a good place. So wherever you can reach out and find someone and get that support, I think you should do it, whether it be you're just not feeling good mentally or you are struggling with a father thing or, you know, I don't have all the answers, but I can help you with what I've um, been through and, and try and help you the best I can. So, but yeah. Nothing but love. Of course, and fun. And fun, yeah. the most important part. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks for being on, brother. Thank um, you. We'll fill everyone in with the challenge and we'll probably talk to you again very, very soon. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Bye.